Motherhood. Something desired by many. Something expected by many. Something life-changing. Something challenging. Something beautiful. Something valuable. Something without a manual, but requires wisdom. Let's get some motherhood wisdom. Episode 21. Mom Inspiration. Part 2. Hey, I'm Gladys Brinkman Regina of Ladies and Gents of God, where we talk about struggles and victories in becoming and being the lady and the gentleman that we dream to be, where we discover God's thought about us and allow that to influence our being. This while taking notice of all that we know about mental and emotional health. Join the Ladies and Gents of God community in this podcast. Hello, my LGOGs. Welcome back to episode number 21, part 2 of Mom Inspiration. If you haven't listened to part 1, I would like to encourage you to do so. In part one, we've looked into 11 qualities of the complete, capable mom as described in Proverbs 31. The description we find here is given by King Lemuel's mother, an advice to her son in finding a good wife and mother to his children. This makes these episodes about mom inspiration fit for women and men. As a woman, we can get inspired day after day by this awesome woman. May the good Lord bless us as we put our eyes on him and ask him to guide us as we live our lives as ladies and gents of God. So, let's check out the next 11 qualities. Number 12. She's proactive, has no fear for her household, since all of them are doubly clothed. Verse 21. Sounds like she doesn't wait for a situation that's predictable to present to then to react to it. She works ahead of time. That requires having an overview, a goal, and a plan. Number 13. She takes care of her outward beauty clothed in fine linen and purple. Verse 22. Some people think that outward beauty is vanity. It is if it's not in balance with the other important things in life. But having and taking care of your outward beauty can be an outcome of how much you care for yourself. Number 14. She has a perfect match with her husband. In verse 23, it talks about who her husband is. He's a well-respected man. I guess such a woman needs such a man to form a good team. Just as such a man needs such a woman. They let each other shine and are able to stand as an equal next to each other. Number 15. She's a businesswoman makes, sells, supplies. Verse 24. Sounds like she knows what she's good at 
and how to make money out of it, finds the way to do so, and does it. Actually, when I read this verse, it made me think of my grandma. She was always doing something to make some money. Number 16. She has inner beauty and strength. Check verse 25 and see if you conclude what I concluded. Her inner beauty, consisting of strength and dignity, makes her confident, fearless, positive, and calm. It sounds like her mental health is well taken care of. Number 17. She's wise. Speaks wisely. Verse 26. Wisdom is far more than knowledge. This verse shows this by saying how well-spoken she is in what she says and how she says it. Her tongue is a blessing to others. Number 18. She's not lazy. Not eating the bread of idleness. Verse 27. I mean, reading all the verses up until now, it's clear that this mother is not lazy at all. Taking care of her household, doing business, not forgetting the needy, etc., etc. Number 19. She's worthy to be praised. Verse 28 describes how her children and her husband praise her and make her happy. They appreciate her and make sure she knows that. I think this is so important to feel appreciated. Number 20. She's one in a million. You surpass them all. Verse 29. Again, her exclusiveness is being mentioned. Now, at the ending of the poem, it's pretty clear why this is stated. I mean, how many mothers can actually say, yes, I'm all of this? I think not much, and that's okay. We all need an inspiration. Number 21. She fears God. A woman who fears Adonai should be praised. Verse 30. This sounds to me like her secret weapon, her ultimate source of everything, her inspiration, her guide, God himself. Who is more perfect than him? No one. Who's a better being, a better partner, a better parent than him? No one. Number 22, she earns her praises. Verse 31 shows that she doesn't need to boast. Who she is speaks for itself. Others see it, acknowledge it, and give her what she deserves. No need to prove herself. She's, I mean, she just needs to be herself. Wow, what a woman, what a wife, what a mother. I consciously put it in such a sequence, woman, wife, and mother. Before being a mother 
or a wife, girlfriend, whatever. She's first of all a woman. A woman that fears the Lord. That doesn't mean that she's afraid of him, but she acknowledges his sovereignty, his awesomeness, his power, his transformation, creative power. And one might think, and I've heard it from Christians, if she's a real Christian, then she won't blah. Don't just simply look at your life or others' life and Compare it with the 22 qualities of Proverbs 31 to see whether you or someone fares the Lord or not. It's much more complicated than a simple comparison. It's about the heart. It's about transformation, healing, development. And all in the Lord, through the Lord, and by the Lord. So even before you, I'm talking now to the single ladies, even before you become a girlfriend, fiance, wife, and mother, you can build the foundation of it all by putting your heart in the right hands, in God's hands. In my sequence, after woman, I put wife and then mother. I know that not all wives are mothers, and not all mothers are wives. I don't mean to say that if you are not a wife and a mother, you don't count or so. I, I just pinpoint what I see in Proverbs 31 as the perfect pathway for a mother. A woman that fares the Lord, then a wife with a fit husband and teammate, and then a mother. We know that life isn't perfect, but we can aim for perfect. And not because we see that things aren't perfect, we gave up or we judge. No. I mean, we keep on aiming higher and higher with God at our side. And we keep supporting each other in their efforts to aim higher. Before we round up this episode, I would like to say that the mother described in Proverbs 31 also fits what science says about parenting. Wonderful, right? The APA, American Psychological Association, says the following on their website. Parenting practices around the world share three major goals. Ensuring children's health and safety, preparing children for life as a productive adult, and transmitting cultural values. Do you recognize the qualities of Proverbs 31 in this? Or do you see how the qualities can lead to achieving these parenting goals? I tell you, focusing on Bible wisdom is not only religious, but also scientific. Let's have a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for providing inspirational texts and texts of wisdom in every area of our life. Help us not to beat ourselves or others up when it feels like we are not living up to the perfect picture, but help us to be inspired and motivated to keep on developing, knowing 
and trusting that you have a beautiful plan for us with a future and a hope. We might not always see it as you do because we are just humans. That's why I pray that our faith might be strengthened, our hope might grow, and that we can rejoice in every step of the way. Thank you for being there for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Tune in next time. Every Thursday, a new episode. If this episode or podcast has inspired you, please don't forget to follow or share with others. And if you want, you can leave me a voice message via Anchor app. Or you can send me an email on gladys at unibonds.org. That's U-N-I-B-O-N-C dot org. You can write your email in English, Dutch, or Papiamento. 